Well, today I would like to share some personal updates that you need to hear and also give you a message of real hope in these troubled times. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to this special edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to take just a little bit of time here at the beginning of the program to give you some updates. Now, many of you know that I've been dealing with this on and off health issue now for for quite a while. And it got really bad over the summer. It seemed to get better and then recently got worse again. And and as many of you that that are dealing with any kind of a medical issue know, trying to deal with doctors and healthcare healthcare insurance or you know Medicare any of that today is not as simple as it was just a few decades ago and, and it's taken a long time to get to the point that we are today my first visit when I knew something was not really right at all and needed to be attended to right away was back in the summer and we're talking an urgent care two trips to emergency rooms And then it took until September to see a doctor. And then just yesterday, we finally had uh, some of the work done that needed to be done to to investigate. Now, for those that are not regular listeners, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. I have been having a very serious blood in the urine issue that has developed. When you go back when it first started, could this be some kind of an infection? Could it be? There's a lot of things. Kidney stones is a possibility. We've been trying to deal with it. And finally, we got we have some answers today. More yet to come next week. Now, don't ask me to pronounce all the medical terms. I, I never spend enough time in it. My wife does, and she understands them. And, and so... Essentially, they they found tumors in my bladder. Now, we don't know yet. There's no pathology. We don't know if these tumors are benign. Are they cancerous? The only thing at this point that we do know, and we know this from looking at some past CAT scans that occurred over the summer, there's been no protrusion, it appears, to, to the lining. And and most of them were removed yesterday in surgery. And here I am doing a radio program today. And, and I feel okay. Just a little, no real discomfort, just the annoyance of having a catheter and other things to deal with for the next several days. It's, it's highly inconvenient. Sitting down before a microphone is not easy uh, for any length of time. I, I know it'll get better. And and I'm not worried. Uh, This has probably been going on for quite a long time from the research that we're beginning to do on these type of medical issues. And we still don't know what the pathway is going to be, what options will need to be taken. Um, Just hard to say. But it reminds me of a few things that have been on my heart and my mind for a long time. Time management has not always been one of my my strongest points. I tend to be the guy that has a hard time to say no or a hard time admitting that there are some things I can't do. And as you get older, you have to also admit there's some things you can't do anymore that you could do a really good job on years before. 
So that's just one of those realities that set in. And I've mentioned, and none of this has changed, by the way. There are a lot of things that God has placed on my heart of things that yet need to be done for the work of his kingdom. And I'm not shy about that. I'm, I'm being brutally honest that there are things yet to be done. And even if I live a long time or if my life for some reason gets cut short, it's irrelevant. I want to be faithful in, in God's kingdom. Now, for the short term, I can see some adjustments ahead because there's only one of me to go around and I don't believe in cloning. So they're not going to be two of me. The world would not need two of me. But I'm going to have to reach out and ask people to help out in some of the projects that I'm doing. I'm almost completed uh, a lot of the work on Ancient Word Radio. Still have some music to hand curate. I still have a few technical things. One more website to build for a third channel. I've got the equipment sitting right here that I've saved up for and I've had other people help to obtain and uh, things that I've been accumulating for the last two and three years. And so that is a ministry that needs to come together in this hour. And the reason I believe that these next couple of years are going to be very critical. I, I have said it over and over again, and I am thoroughly convinced that we're going to have, and I get letters, I've got a few people that don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. And and I, I have, I've got somebody I need to send a letter back. Our mailbox got knocked over, so mail's not going out today from the house, and we're not heading into town. I have somebody that wanted me to write them back or send them that I acknowledge I got a letter. And that'll be on its way. Um, but I'm going to have to do some things to adjust my time. The radio program is still a very vital part of my life. The opportunity for this church building is just something that has been given to me by God, literally, to start a local church in this area. I don't plan on being its permanent pastor. I, I just know that in my denominational work, just so you understand where I come from, I, I am the guy that's supposed to be helping to build a lot of these churches and get them started and get them going. And so it may take a year or two of my life to get it where it needs to be and gradually hand it off to somebody else. I've got a couple of other churches in other parts of the Southeast in particular that I need to visit and work with that are new plants. I've got people to receive. So there are going to be some changes in within my church work. And I need to make the time, gear up, and complete a few of those tasks so the thing can be ongoing. I'm going to need some help in some corporate structure work that I, I need to do. And and just, I, I need to have all the systems in place. It reminds me, in all of this, if I live to be 100, I still need better time management to accomplish all the things that God has given me. Because I'm, if I'm spending too much time here, you get too worn out, it's hard to do. So there are several things. So between the radio work, church work, these are things that God has laid in my heart. And, and other things to help others in their endeavors in ministry. This is the most important thing I can do in these troubled times. So your prayers are needed more urgently than ever before since you first heard me on the radio. And I plan to be here for a while. 
There's nothing urgent, nothing sudden that needs to be done. But I'm, I'm toying with a couple of ideas that maybe, you know, we have Jim Calhoun, who, by the way, is my guest host coming up in just a moment. And it's funny, I listened to what he had sent me. He, he had no idea what I was doing yesterday. And, and to listen to what he has to say today when I took a little listen, boy, the Lord must have been speaking to his heart as well because he's dovetailing so wonderfully what God has laid on my heart to, to tell you and, and how your support and prayers are needed now more than ever. And so we're just trying to make sure that everything is in good stead. And so keep that in mind, would you please, as we, as we move forward. I'm not worrying. It's in God's hands. And uh, there are a lot of you praying. Um, things should be going rather normally for a, for a number of months yet to come. I don't see anything radically changing, either to the doctors at this stage of the game. It's sometimes what you don't know that you can't deal with. And we'll know more, uh, God willing, sometime late this week or maybe early next week. Time will tell. You may be hearing other people. I've thought about maybe a couple of days a week dividing the program into two segments where I do a segment, Truth to Ponder, and give the opportunity for some people I think you need to hear that have not had the benefit I had to get started to be exposed on radio. And, and I've thought about that. So just pray about it. Um, I'm thinking about doing some stuff on the podcast side so it becomes more self-sustaining. It won't affect anything really on the shortwave and radio side. But there are going to be some changes coming on the podcast side because I really believe that it needs to have its own revenue stream to help sustain its needs on its own instead of from me personally and my wife. And it doesn't take much, but it would be helpful. And I, I would like to develop these ministries under Ancient Word Radio in such a way that they will be self-sustaining um, for the days and years to come and that I may be blessed to be a part of it for quite a long time, if that's what God's plan is. And to see through all that he has given me so when that day does come in my life that I stand before my Lord, he can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now, speaking of faithful servants, to continue the program, my friend and yours, Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. And it's truly great to be back on Truth to Ponder. I want to start by thanking everyone for their well wishes. I went to the post office box address today, and I had some very beautiful handwritten letters and cards, and they were wishing me well, and I really do appreciate that. Because I feel like that I'm starting to have kind of a radio family, which is really a good feeling. And I want to just thank everyone for your prayers, and I am feeling better. But I want to tell you that I've had COVID before, and I'm sure that that's what this is again. Because it's been over a month now, and I'm still fighting some issues, but I'm really on the mend. I was finally able to muster up the strength to do two full work days, one after another. And we'll see how I feel in the morning after this is day number two. But it's been like 30 days of recuperation. So everyone, I urge you to be careful out there and be careful of who you associate with. And if you know that someone is getting boosted or getting their initial COVID shots, 
In my opinion, I think you need to avoid them, at least for a couple of weeks. But everything they've said about people that shed the vaccine, in my opinion, again, but I think it's true. Because that's twice now that I've had people shed on me, and I've got many letters that are very pointed and they're very detailed about how they gave neighbors a ride or had someone over for dinner that was recently vaccinated. And these people have been fighting their health for almost a year since they befriended someone that just got the vaccine. And I know I've had several shows about it, so that's not where I want to take this show. I just wanted to give you an update. My voice is still rough, and my breathing is still a little rough. But I tell you what, it's hard to get over this. But I am getting over it, and I just take things day by day. And I try to practice what I preach. I become my own best friend as far as taking care of me. And cutting myself a break and not telling myself as I lay there that I'm being lazy. I need to tell myself, no, you're not being lazy, you're recuperating. And it's little things like that that we need to do for ourselves. Because most of us can be our own worst enemy. And so we need to flip that over. And all of us need to become our own best friend when we need that best friend. Well, if I was going to give this show a title... I would title it, Now is the Hour. It seems like the world is moving at such a fast pace. I guest host each Wednesday, and from one Wednesday to the next, there are so many things that happen worldwide that it's just impossible in an hour for me to address everything that's happening. And so I have to really condense things and kind of skim over the top of some of the things that I think that we need to really pay attention to. But instead of giving you a lot of gloom and doom, because let's be honest, there's not a lot of good news happening all over the world. It seems to be bad news every day. And if there is some good news, it's being squelched by the mainstream media. Do you remember Paul Harvey? Paul Harvey was awesome. And Paul Harvey could tell you the worst news in the world, but then he could give you something that was positive. And I, for one, miss Paul Harvey. I think he was, in my opinion, Paul Harvey was the absolute best that there ever has been. He was of a whole other generation, and he had the old school style. But he was able to tell you things like they were. And he didn't sugarcoat it, but he always seemed to have something positive and good to say. He always had something that he would present that would make the bad news, he said, more tolerable. And I sure miss men like Paul Harvey in the mainstream media. No one in the mainstream media is near Paul Harvey as far as accuracy and class and professionalism. It seems like it's a lost art. But that's kind of how I want to take this show today. I want to look at some bad things, and I want to talk about some good things. But I want to get back to my theme, now is the hour. And I am going to be mixing some good and some bad. I'm going to balance things out the best I can. But now is the hour for many things. As I stated earlier, I think that the world is moving at a horrible fast pace. And I think it's moving faster than what people can actually react to things 
in an educated or well-thought-out manner. It seems like every day something new is thrust right in our face. And lots of people have tuned out. They've decided that they're going to put their head in the sand and they're just too much for them. And I understand that. There's lots of people that I try to talk to on a personal daily basis that the minute I start talking about anything that I talk to you about, I can see them shutting down. And I don't want to be known as that guy with the gloom and doom that comes in the room. I don't want that title. And I also don't want the title of a sunshine pumper either because I'm somewhere right in the middle. I can see the bad things, but I also have a good handle on the good things. But now is the hour to get right with God if you're not right with God. So I'm going to start with the big one first. Now is the hour. So first of all, I have to ask you a question. If you're not right with God, or if you don't know God, I have a simple question for you. Why? God loves you. He created you. He puts you on this earth right now for whatever purpose. He knows. And if you don't know the purpose you're on this earth, I think maybe you need to spend more time in prayer and ask God for direction. But now is definitely the hour to get right with God. I think that things are going to get bad really fast. And I think it's going to get bad on a level and with a speed that the world has never seen before. I know that the term shock and awe was thrown around during the Gulf War. And the shock and awe, even though it was very brutal and very devastating, it still was understandable technology and it was things that people understood. But right now, with drones and artificial intelligence and all sorts of covert things going on behind the scenes that we know nothing about. There are so many weapons and so many techniques that are out there that we don't know about that when they are unleashed, we're not going to know what hit us. And I really do think that now is the hour to get right with God and don't wait for any huge event to finally turn in desperation and think, well, I've tried everything else. I might as well try this. That's not the attitude to have. You have a very loving, caring father. And you need to not go to him in desperation, but go to him in strength and in love and in sincerity. I really do think now is the hour for everyone to either commit to God or recommit to God or to grow their relationship with God and get closer. There's never been a more dangerous time for humanity as a whole, as the times are now. Now, that's just my opinion. But through all my studies, I see everything that's happening all over the world, and it's chaos and starvation and inflation and war and pestilence. And it really does seem like the riders of the apocalypse are on horseback and they're galloping. Now, I'm not sure if that is exactly what's happening. I'm just saying it almost seems that way. But I think that when that event does happen, it'll be so profound and so obvious that nobody is going to ask the question, are we at the tribulation? I think everyone will instantly know. I think it's going to be that bad. And waiting until that moment to get right with God is not the right thing to do. Now is the hour to 
Ask God for protection. Now is the hour to ask God for guidance. Now is the hour to humble yourself before Almighty God and repent of your sins and turn away from your old ways that are not pleasing to Him. We all were born with a sense of right and wrong. And humanity has a real good handle on what's fair and what's right and what's good. It just seems that a lot of us, as we grow older, we either forget about it or we ignore it or we reject it. And now is the hour to get back to the fundamental love for your father and accept the love he has for you. I don't think we need to make it rocket science. I don't think we need to make it any great big spiritual event. I think it just needs to be real, and it needs to be real sincere. And now is the hour to do whatever soul searching you need to do, but get right with God. I really think that the situations are only going to be made better through the intervention of Almighty God. I think it's gone that far. I don't trust any politician anywhere. I don't care what country you're talking about. I don't trust any of them to do the right things because it's by their actions that we're in this mess right now. Now, you might say, well, Satan's behind it, and I definitely agree with that. But there's lots of people that seem to gravitate towards the evil. They gravitate towards Satan. And those people are, by and large, in charge right now. And the quote-unquote church of Satan is very active in the gay community, trying to quote-unquote unbaptize people. And of course, they're charging a fee, so they're making money. But the number of people who just willy-nilly, very flippantly, renounce God in front of these Satanists, and then they pledge their allegiance to Lucifer, is stunning. And that leads me into my next little subject. Now is the hour to disassociate with anyone who rejects Almighty God. Now that might be friends and family, might be very close family, but right now we need allies. And right now we need to be evenly yoked with people who are believers. Now I'm not saying to be mean to anyone or shun anybody. I'm just saying that what you need to do is associate with people that you know are on the right side of God. And I'm not telling you to give up on trying to share the plan of salvation with people. But I think now is the hour to understand that if you've been a laborer in the field and you have not bore any fruit and you're with the same people and they have the same addictions and the same problem and the same satanic type of an attitude, maybe it's time for you to step back and pray for other laborers to come in that might have a fresh approach and a different angle. And maybe you need to understand that Maybe you're not the one that's supposed to reach them with God. And some people don't want to be reached. It's not that God can't reach them. It's that they don't want to reach to God. And so now is the hour for discernment. And again, I'm not telling you to give up any evangelism or any ministry. I'm not telling you to do that at all. I'm just telling you to understand that some of the seeds will sprout, and some of them, and some of the seeds will not ever bear fruit or even sprout. And so what I'm suggesting here is that now is the hour to go to more fertile fields. Because right now, Satan is on this planet and he is devouring lots of people. 
And the sad part about it is, is that a lot of people are offering themselves to be devoured. And I think that's very disheartening. And I just hate that that's happening. But I think that we need to understand that sometimes problems are bigger than us. So we have to give it to God. So in situations like that, now is the hour to give these people to God. Do what you can do. Do it with love. And I'm going to get back to the point I was trying to make, is that I think that good people need to stick together, and now is the hour for use of discernment and to gravitate towards other people who are true believers and people that know how to think and people that know how to act. Again, these are just my opinions, but I do think that it's very important right now that we stay in the strongest position as we possibly can. And surrounding yourself with true believers puts you in a much stronger position than if you're surrounded by people that mock you or ridicule what you believe in and do not have a relationship with God or do not want to have a relationship with God. To me, I think that's very important. Now is the hour not to stick your head in the sand. Too many people will shrug their shoulders and say, ah, they're just politicians. Oh, it'll just, everything will come out in the wash. This will blow over. While I do understand the concept of this too shall pass, I think that there's something just a little bit different about what's going on. I think that these people that are trying to, in my opinion, depopulate the earth, they do actually have some power. and. The amount of people that they're able to influence, and I'm going to use the term brainwash, is staggering. And also, if you want to throw this over to politics, there are people that think the Republicans can do no wrong. And I've met lots of Democrats that think anybody that's a Democrat could do no wrong. I got news for them. They're both wrong. The Republicans have been wrong over many things. They're horrible. I think the Democrats have even been more wrong, and I think they're worse. But I do think that politics in general, at this point in history, is drawing some of the worst people in history. And I'm not just talking the United States. I'm talking about all over the world. But the point I was trying to make is that people are delusional. And we need to understand that some of these delusional people need to be turned over to God. And so we can't stick our head in the sand and say our side is right all the time or the other side is wrong all the time. We can't put our head in the sand and say, oh, it's going to blow over. We just can't do that because your life might depend on it and the life of your family, your friends, your loved ones. You have to understand that we live in very perilous times right now. And one bad decision in normal times, can be very harmful to a family or a relationship or a person. And I think it's even more harmful now. I don't think there's lots of room for error. And I don't think forgiveness is prevalent in today's world. I see a lot of road rage and a lot of people that just do the stupidest things just on a whim. And they don't understand that life is a long-term arrangement. At least you hope that it is. And so you have to understand that if you stick your head in the sand, 
and you allow evil to happen or you are uninformed and so you're not prepared for anything that's coming down the pike, then you're either going to get run over or something bad is going to happen to you. And so now is the hour to wake up. Now is the hour to pull your head out of the sand. Now is the hour to look at what is. And so you can deal with what is. And on the other side of the break, I'll pick up where I left off. And Jim will be right back. I appreciate all that he does for me during the week. I want to give you a quick synopsis of what this radio program is about and has been about and needs to continue being about. We're here to inform, to encourage, to teach, to equip, and to edify. For many of you that listen, this program is predominantly like a news program, giving you news you can't find from the mainstream media. And we will continue to do that. There are stories out there that need to be shown, exposed, and given to you And then you can make your own decisions based upon having some factual information. But the program needs to be more than just a radio version of a Laura Ingram or a Tucker Carlson or anybody over at Newsmax. And there are a lot of other video sources out there. A lot of purely secular news political sources. I don't need to be another one of them. This program shouldn't be another one of them. Because politics is not what drives this program. Politics is nothing more than a reflection of the society in which we live. And I don't put my trust in politics. Next week, Election Day, 50th marks 50 years since I started voting. My first vote was cast in 1972. And for all those that scream and holler and smile on the TV that we're going to fix it at the ballot box... I've been waiting for 50 years, and it has not happened. And it's not ever going to happen because we, can, we can't put our trust in princes or the sons of men. I give you the news stories, not that we can go fix everything and usher in heaven on earth. It's not going to happen. The demons are raging. The demons are running rampant. The demons are in charge of school boards, governmental agencies, news media, and so much more, and they're going after your children. That's what we have to expose on this program. There's enough trouble with politics and diesel shortages to worry about as time goes by. And we'll illuminate those stories, but more so than ever, the the direction of this program is going to really move beyond information to encouragement, teaching from God's Word, equipping you to be ready and edifying the body of Christ. If you believe in that mission and ministry, which is what God has called me to do, and the others that will all be tied together in this, would you consider your financial support needed more now than ever? If you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio and mail it to Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. That's 24319. Once again, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code in Virginia is 24319. And you can also support us from our website, Truth, the number 2, ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder 
with Bob Beerman. Freely and giving. Coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn. You're the nice Jewish boy and your Jewish connection bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. And get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. In Acts 20, verse 35, it says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well, that's, you know what? Recent scientific studies have found something out. Science is finding that the most joyous people are those who are the most giving people. I guess science is actually catching up with the Bible. When you give, not grudgingly, but cheerfully, when it's your joy to give, when it's your heart to give, you're going to be blessed. And, and that joy is worth far more than any amount of money that you're giving. You can't buy joy, but so many blessings come when you give away. When you live to give, you're free. No one can take anything from you anymore. You're free. You don't have fear because you're not going to lose anything. You can't, you know, you can't be uh, loving and giving at the same time fearful. You know, you can't be into the joy of giving and have anxiety at the same time. You can't be into the spirit of giving and have anxiety about worrying about losing something at the same time. You're going to be blessed. He who will hold on to his life will lose it. The one who will lose it for Messiah's sake will find it. Start living. Start giving. Give of your treasure. Give of your possession. Give of your money. Give of your time. Give of your love. And it shall truly be given to you. It sh- give and it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, scientifically speaking. Because science has finally got it. What the Bible said all along. The most joyous people in the world. And you want to be one of them? Then be a giver. Want more? Ask for freely or the six secrets of happiness or joy on CD. Now, the free gift for you, the awesome mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. And Sapphire is your super spiritual supplement for a super spiritual walk in the Lord with teachings and all sorts of stuff for your day-to-day living. You'll love it. It's free. Gift subscription. How? Just remember, Jesus is really your name. Write it down. It's Yeshua. And you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed by Call now, 1-800-YES-HUA-1. I invite you to minister with me. Getting the word of life from, from Moscow to Madagascar to Jerusalem, the most awesome way of spreading the gospel through Shoei Radio. It's amazing. Blank of the earth, you can do it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Now, uh, listen, you can write direct. Here's me at my address. <laughs> it's it's the Nice Jewish Boy Box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the Nice Jewish Boy Box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, give, my friend, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you in Messiah Hametan, the gift of God. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman. And Bob Bierman will be back tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. And I always appreciate Bob allowing me these Wednesdays. And I really do hope that it gives him the time to do what he needs to do. Because Bob's had a very busy last few years. And for a guy that's supposedly retired, he's very busy. But the first half of the show, I was talking about now is the hour. And I'm going to continue through this whole show. That's going to be my theme. And I've already talked about getting right with God and pulling your head out of the sand. And I've talked about different things with society. And recently, there was a poll that came out that 79% 
of the American people think that the United States is out of control. I don't know about the 21% that think that the United States is not out of control. I would say that maybe these are the people that don't know how to be critical thinkers or have their head firmly stuck in the sand. But it's obvious that the whole world is out of control. There is no moral compass in the West anymore. It seems like there are some societies still on the world that do have their moral society still intact. But as far as the Western world goes, which would be, which would primarily be North, North America, Europe, and Australia, have lost their way. The moral compass is not lost, it's broken. And it was broken on purpose. And so we have a whole society that's just out of control. And we have a government that's out of control. And we have spending that's out of control. And we have inflation that's out of control. It seems like everywhere we look is out of control. That's why I say look to the kingdom of heaven. Because God is not out of control. And heaven is not out of control. And so I think that's where we need to put our faith and our trust. And we need to put some critical thinking towards that. Because in this time of turmoil, I have an inner peace. I have an inner peace that I do know that I have a loving Heavenly Father. And I think that when you look at the chaos and all of the out-of-control things around you, you have to understand that the father of chaos and the father of the lie and everything goes back to Satan. And we're seeing Satan's handiwork. It's like if you're at a serene lake or a nice countryside and you have a nice gentle breeze blowing and it's a warm day and you're watching the clouds go by or you're just enjoying them or you're just simply enjoying being alive. A simple moment. In my estimation, that's a God moment. And I think that's a moment of God telling you that he is in control and there is no chaos when it comes to God's handiwork. And then you contrast that with the evil and the chaos and the total destruction of anything moral or anything right or good in our society. And you can honestly see the difference between light and darkness just by just by thinking of these two scenes of you out in a nice green meadow on a beautiful day, just enjoying maybe some flowers and some fresh air. Or you can look at the chaos that's happening as far as the whole world events. And it's real easy to see that God is the author of one, but not of the other. And so I say now is the hour that you take control of your life. You don't need to join in with the chaos. You don't need to have that chaotic thinking. I recently have talked to a friend that has been woke up every morning for the last three weeks at about four o'clock in the morning by people starting to call and ask questions. And my friend is just trying to be nice and decided to leave the phone on because didn't want to be thought of as stuck up because this person wasn't going to answer the phone. And so this person caved and answered the phone. And since my friend answered the phone, now it's nonstop. Because people don't have any sense of right and wrong. They have no moral compass. Everyone should know that you don't call people at 4 o'clock in the morning. But what I'm getting at is that my friend needs to take control 
and tell this other person, quit calling me. You have to take control over the chaos. And believe me, anyone that would call you at 4 o'clock in the morning is part of the chaos. And I pointed that out to my friend, and I hope my friend takes my advice. I didn't do any follow-up on it. I just was disgusted by the whole notion that someone would do that every morning just to chit-chat. It just doesn't make any sense. And I use that as an example of not taking control of your life. And so if you still watch the mainstream news, which I highly recommend that you don't, or if you watch television, you see every other commercial is about some sort of vaccine or some sort of drug company thing they're pushing, or that you're a bad person because you didn't get the death jab or, or whatever propaganda that they're pushing that day. All that is part of the chaos. All of that is to try to bring you down, bring your morale down, and ultimately break you and make you think, well, everyone else in the world is gone. I might as well let myself go too. Everyone else is out doing drugs. I might as well do drugs too. That's the wrong attitude, which leads me to my next thing I want to address is your attitude. Now is the hour to get your attitude right. Most people were raised by sane and rational parents. Now, I know lots of people that were not raised by sane and rational parents. And it seems like lots of times the ones that were raised by sane and rational parents seem to be more rebellious than the ones that were raised by parents that were not quite so stellar. It seems like some of these parents that weren't very good at parenting, the children kind of know instinctively that that's a life they don't want to pass on to their kids. And so I've seen a lot of, especially mothers, who were raised in a questionable family as far as the parents were concerned. Maybe there were drug addictions or something like that, where their child grew up to be totally the opposite, very responsible. And I've seen kids that came from great absolute wonderful families that just turned out to be a mess. And a lot of people have seen that, I'm sure, through the years. But now is the time to get your attitude right. And that's your attitude towards yourself. I mentioned earlier, being your own best friend. Sometimes you have to do that. And don't have this attitude that's haughty or arrogant, that you're better than everyone else. That's one thing that used to be shunned in the world of sports is that if someone scored a knockdown or made a touchdown or a goal, they would simply either go to their neutral corner if it was a boxer, or they would just hand the ball to the referee. They might pat each other on the back, but there was no grandstanding. As a matter of fact, grandstanding was frowned upon. But now it seems like everyone tries to practice in front of a mirror some crazy little wiggle or some dance that they do. So they make a touchdown or they they win a boxing match or score a goal, and then they're out doing flip-flops and wiggling around and making all sorts of gestures. And to me, that's not a sportsmanlike attitude. And so that's another part of our society decaying. That's just another sign that we don't have people that really have control of themselves. I'm not saying these people shouldn't be happy for their accomplishment, but there, are, but there should be limits of their craziness is how they celebrate it. And I also noticed that taunting is getting a lot more prevalent. 
And that's something that never used to be tolerated. As a matter of fact, if someone was, if someone was taunting someone, I know that there have been people that have been disqualified or thrown out of the game for their behavior. And right now, it doesn't seem like anyone really cares. And we become callous to some of these things. And so when I say get a positive attitude, I'm saying get a positive, clean, pure attitude about yourself. Not an attitude like some of these people show if they score a touchdown or make a goal and go out and show that they have this big attitude. To me, that's an attitude problem. But don't let things get you down. Don't look for things to reinforce that everything is going bad and your life is going bad. Don't look for validation of things that are going negative. Get your attitude right. Surround yourself with positive things, positive people, positive situations. And know that no matter what you're going through, someone else in this world is going through something a lot worse right now. I've seen people that have had minor things happen to them, but their attitude was so bad, it was like their house burned down or someone stole their car or something, Their, their reaction. And a good example would be road rage. There are people that maybe don't use a turn signal. And so someone gets mad, so they follow them down and try to run them off the road. And, you know, people end up getting hurt or killed or going to jail over such stupidity. But it seems like that people overreact to just the simplest things. And I think it's because of all the pressure that everyone's under with, with everything that's being thrown at us mentally every day. Because I do think it's a mental psyop meant to break our will as a people. And a lot of people, it's succeeded. Their will has been broken, and they have decided to, in my opinion, join the dark side instead of fighting it and understanding that there's something behind their thought process that was not healthy that they allowed in. But now is the time to develop your positive attitude. An attitude that you can do things and you will do things, and that in the long run, if you know God, You're already victorious. And so you have to have an attitude of strength, an attitude of serenity and peace, an attitude of understanding. But make sure that your attitudes are more positive. And I know negative thoughts sneak in and negative emotions and feelings. And everyone has what used to be called the blues now and again. And that's when you have to be your own best friend. And understand that you have to think it through and not condemn yourself. That's another part of your attitude is don't be condemning. Be more forgiving. And that really needs to be aimed at yourself at times. And so when you deserve a break and no one seems to be giving you a break and you know in your heart you deserve the break, well, maybe you have to give yourself the break and not beat yourself up. But you have to have an attitude of confidence and an attitude of victory. I think that's very important right now. I think now is the hour to have strength and conviction. And the example I'm going to use with this is homeschooling. You may hate what's going on in the public schools. You may hate the curriculum. You may hate the direction that the whole educational system is going down right now. But still, your children are part of that system. And every day you're sending them to a school that you don't believe in. 
That's not following your convictions. That's not acting on what you know is right. And so now is the hour to follow your convictions. And keeping with the homeschooling, homeschooling is for every child. It may not be for every parent, but it's definitely for every child. And a lot of parents cop out and they say, well, I'm not qualified. Have you been paying attention to the qualities and the qualifications that teachers have in the classrooms all over the United States? Have you seen the curriculum? Have you seen the social engineering? You have to understand that there are people that are certified teachers that are employed that absolutely are not teaching anything. They're indoctrinating. And you also have to understand that there are people that are quote-unquote teachers that don't even know the questions, let alone the answers. And if they didn't have their textbook to direct them, they wouldn't know what to do. And it's almost like watching some of these reality TV shows, and I'm going to use like uh, Gordon Ramsay and his show. After watching several episodes of that, you find out that most of the people that think they can cook are inept, and they don't, they're not good cooks at all. At least every episode I've seen of that show, he's got these cooks competing with each other, and some of the food is inedible. And I'm thinking, these people are calling themselves chefs, and they're on worldwide television, and they're on a program that runs almost all over the world, and they're proving that not only are they not a chef, they don't know how to have the basics of cooking. And so it's kind of like that with some of these teachers. Not every teacher graduated at the top of the class. And there's lots of people that barely scrape through. And there's a lot of those hired in the public school system right now. And so don't tell yourself that you don't have the qualifications to teach. Because nobody loves your child more than you. And nobody wants to see your child more successful than you. And those two things right there make you more qualified than any teacher. And then also, you can always hire a tutor. Now, I know that that costs money, but you're talking about your child. You're talking about the baby you brought into this world and this, and this child that you want to turn into a responsible, productive adult that is well-rounded and well-grounded. And so you have to get your priorities straight. And so I'm going to add now is the hour to get your priorities straight. You need to have your convictions and follow your convictions. Follow your gut hunches. Understand that most people inherently know good from bad. They know a good deal and a bad deal. And if you have trouble, you can always give it some time and think it over. And always go to prayer and ask God for guidance. But now is the time to follow your convictions. Now is the time to persevere. Now is the time for lots of positive things that you can make happen in your life. It's up to you. But I'm going to tell you right now that I think that things worldwide are in a horrible mess. And lots of people are throwing around the term biblical. The things are biblically bad. Me personally, I don't think we're in the tribulation, but I think we're very close to the time of the tribulation. Now, I'm not going to put a time period. I don't know if it's going to be this year, next year, or 100 years from now, 
But it's going to happen within this era, I do believe. I know that's very vague, and I'm not trying to be evasive. It's just that I see things getting worse every day. And I see things getting worse at a faster pace than ever. So now is the hour to contemplate. Now is the hour to plan. Now is the hour for you to act. Now is the hour for you to step up. Most people have a feeling sometime in their life, maybe it's when they're a child, maybe it's when they're a young adult, that they do have a purpose. Most people are born with that fire in their belly, that they know that they're here for a reason. And most people, when they're younger, want to conquer the world. But after the world beats on us for several decades, we start to lose that. Then when we hit middle age, we start settling into what we would consider reality. And I think that's where we make our biggest mistake as humans, is settling for someone else's reality. And then by the time you're a senior citizen, there are still some visionaries that are senior citizens, but the vast majority are reflecting on their life and they're not looking at the future of what they're going to do with the rest of their life. And so now is the hour for you to Really think about that and contemplate fulfilling your destiny because most of us are born with a feeling that we're destined to do something. Well, I think now is the hour. I think now is the hour for you to do that certain something you were put on this planet for. The only way that as a society we're going to survive this chaos is by having fresh leadership, fresh thinking, positive thinking. People that are not afraid to look at the ugly, to try to pull something out of it that can be good. God gives each and every one of us certain talents. For example, you might look at an athlete that can do incredible things on the field, things that you could never do, and say, wow, that person is so great. I just adore this person that's out there playing the sport so well. I could never do that. And maybe you couldn't. But let's say that your occupation, which you might think is dull or commonplace, if you would take this person that you're looking at on the field and put them in your job doing your work, you might find that you're better at your job than that person is at theirs. There's always positive if you look for it. That's what I'm trying to get at, that You can't put yourself and compare yourself in someone else's reality. So now is the hour for you to get into your own reality and understand that we're living in a very surrealistic world, a world full of chaos. And so we need to get some order out of the chaos. We need to put some reality. We need to replace the surreal with reality. And make sure that that reality is your reality. That it comes from your thought process. Because we have to understand that God does speak to us all the time. Some of us are better at hearing than others. Others, it takes God a little while to reach us, not because God isn't effective. It's that some of us just don't listen very well. But now is the hour to correct all of these things. Now is the hour to listen for God. 
because God puts things in your mind. And in lots of ways, that's how he communicates, is through random thoughts or dreams. Or during meditation, we might get an inspiration. And most of these come from absolutely nowhere. And we get a lot of these thoughts that just come out of the blue. Well, in my opinion, I think that's how God speaks to you, is that all of a sudden you have a thought or an idea that's just there. You don't know where it came from. I think now is the hour to acknowledge that God is speaking to you. And so that's why I say create your own reality. Because if you're in someone else's reality, then what God has been speaking to you, you might not be able to hear. And I think now is the hour to do everything in your power to prepare for a world gone mad. Even if the whole world is full of chaos, you can find peace and serenity in your life through Almighty God and also through careful planning and preparation on your part. And if you stay in God's will, then God will bless your efforts. Well, I hope you got something from this show today. I always enjoy sitting in for Bob Bierman. And again, I want to thank the people for the cards and letters. I really do appreciate it. I know that lots of listeners of Truth to Ponder listen to my show and vice versa. And I really appreciate you listeners supporting both broadcasts. That really means the world to me. And if you like Truth to Ponder and want to be part of this ministry... The best way to partner with this ministry is through financial donation, because with your financial donation, Truth to Ponder can stay on the air. And it's real easy to do. All you have to do is go to Truth to Ponder website, which is truth, the number two, ponder.com, and then go to the support tab. And then when you go to the support tab, it'll take you through the steps you need to do to donate electronically. Now, if you want to send a check or money order, you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. And I really do appreciate all the donations that you send. And also, I appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, everyone realize that now is the hour. Now is the time for you to fulfill what God put you on this planet to do. And until next time, everyone, stay safe. Stay strong. Stay educated. Keep your powder dry. But most important of all, Replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.